Worms, worms everywhere. Wherever I go, the worms go there. I can leave my house and I'll still find some louse on my blouse. I went to a hotel because I didn't feel well. But I got to my room and I needed a broom. For all over the floor, there were more. Where do they come from, the worms that I run from? These eggs must sprout legs sometime in the night, sometime in the morn. Every moment, it seems, another worm is born. Are these really worms, or are they some strange new germ? They're not the kind that you find in a book. They're the kind you find everywhere you look. From out of thin air and from my thinning hair, I've got one, then I've got a pair, and I'm just living on a prayer. Trying not to care that the worms are there, but they're here to bring fear and to drink on my tears. But I'm crystal clear, and you're listening to more Morgulons. And we've got more Morgulons than ever in a great episode for you today. Stay tuned. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let me give you a quick rundown of my week. Monday. Monday was a tough day. Thought it was going to be a good day because I said to myself, I'm going to clean Freedom House. That's what I call my house because this is the house of freedom. And I began to clean. And so I started in the living room and I scrubbed the floors on my hands and knees with paper towels and a paint scraper because... All over my floor are these small, white, uh, I don't know how to describe them. They look like dried paint, and they're basically glued to the floor. And they won't come off with just a paper towel and some cleaning fluid, whatever you may use. Although I have found now that hydrogen peroxide seems to work best. But anyway, so I would go through the living room, and I would scrape each and every little dot, uh, white dot on the floor. And some of them were black dots, more sticky, but still glued to the floor. And I would stand up and I would look around and I would say, wow, it looks great. You did a great job, Crystal. It's time to move to the next room. So I'd move to the kitchen and I would repeat the process. And then I moved to the hallway and I repeated the process on my hands and knees. This is truly backbreaking work if you're not a workhorse like me. And then I moved to the bedroom and I began there and Even though I'm tough as nails, I had to stop for a break and get something to drink. And I got up off my hands and knees and I wiped off my hands and I walked into the kitchen. And what do I see? 
They're back. They're back. How in the fuck is that possible? I look around my living room. I look around the kitchen. Everywhere that I've just cleaned, guess what? The little white, quote, paint chips, they're back on the floor, glued to it. The little uh, weird-looking things that look like baby teeth or something, they're there again, littered all over the place. The worms themselves are on the floor. It's all back. And to my uh, surprise, disgust, and horror, now not only are these... uh, paint things that are glued to the floor that I have to get off with a paint scraper. Not only are there white ones and black ones, now there are blue ones and bright yellow ones and pink ones and bright orange ones and red ones. They're stuck to my chair in my living room, the leather chair. They're stuck to the wooden floor. They're stuck to the granite countertops. And do you know what I found most interesting? I went outside on my screened-in porch, which is my favorite place to spend time in Freedom House, and I look at the brick and all of the blue uh, things that were stuck there the other day from seemingly nowhere that I've scraped off. Those are back, too. Yes, the same color blue as the blue things that have come out of my skin. Where do I begin? Are these things indestructible? Are they unkillable? Let's read a paper written in 2007 by Stricker, Savely, Zaltzman, and Saitovsky. Contribution of Agrobacterium to Morgulon's Disease. I found this very, very interesting. Uh, So it has, I will read you the brief version. Abstract. Background. Morgulon's disease is characterized by dysthesias. That means um, feelings that are uh, unpleasant. Um, and dermatologic lesions that range from minor to disfiguring. The disease has been reported primarily in Florida, Texas, and California. Although an infectious etiology of Morgulon's disease has been postulated, treatment of the disease remains problematic, with many patients having inadequate responses to antimicrobial therapy. Skin biopsies of Morgulon's patients reveal nonspecific pathology or an inflammatory process with no observable pathogens, often with fibrous material projected from inflamed epidermal tissue. Morgulon skin fibers appear to contain cellulose. This observation indicates possible involvement of pathogenic agrobacterium, which is known to produce cellulose fibers at infection sites within host tissue. Please recall that the CDC's conclusions that showed cellulose in the fibers they tested uh, assumed that that cellulose was representative of cotton fibers being introduced uh, either by hook or crook or uh, sloppy lab technicians and dermatologists. But regardless, they said it's cotton, it's nothing. Well, here we have someone saying that this could be an involvement of pathogenic agrobacterium. 
Let's move on. Methods. Skin biopsy samples from two Morgulans patients were subjected to high stringency PCR. Remember, that means polymerase chain reaction testing for genes encoded by the agrobacterium chromosome. Screening of the same samples for agrobacterium virulence genes and tDNA sequences in the patient's genome was also performed. You see, agrobacterium is used in genetic engineering primarily. You know, you've heard the buzz phrase GMOs when um, you're watching the news or reading the newspaper. It is used to breed, engineer, engineer genetically uh, crops that are resistant to pests or resistant to uh, certain weather conditions. Oh, excuse me, I have not been sleeping well. Um, and so that the way that the agrobacterium does this is that they have um, a way of inserting through this tDNA uh, their genes into their host plant or, in some cases, mammal uh, genetics, chromosomes, genes. So the results, PCR screening indicated that the presence of agrobacterium genes derived from both the chromosome and the TI plasmid, that is the the plasmid is the thing on the agrobacterium that transfers its DNA, including the tDNA in tissues from both Morgulon patients. Conclusions, our preliminary results indicate that agrobacterium may be involved in the etiology and or progression of Morgulon's disease. If these results are confirmed, it would be the first example of a plant infecting bacterium playing a role in human disease. Further testing is ongoing to validate this observation and to, and to determine whether agrobacterium not only resides in the infected areas, but also transforms them genetically. So, I am very intrigued by this theory because I cannot find any other explanation for the phenomena I seem to be observing and witnessing, and that is... Uh, some sort of pathogen that has the ability to transform my body into something else. Let me give you an example of something that really frightened me on, um, I believe it was Tuesday night. So Monday I have my cleaning extravaganza my of my uncleanable house. Ah, finally, I get through the house and I think that I've gotten everything up again and it's all perfectly clean. Well, I get up on Tuesday morning after going to bed with the absolute certainty that I have removed every single thing from the floor, from the counters, from every appliance and every other object in this home. It is all gone. I wake up Tuesday morning and I walk out of my bedroom into the hallway. And what do I see? (sighs) More Morgulons. There's actually something that I don't even know how to describe it. But there's a hole, a tiny hole at the bottom of my baseboard. And from the hole appears to have emerged... um, Well, there's a pile of little white colored um, these paint things crystals and there's also a gray looking I don't even know it looks like a fuzzball or something but with around the fuzzball the gray fuzzball is a tangled knot of 
what appears to be hair, my hair from a hairbrush. And flowing from this tangled ball are long hairs like tentacles. And as you can imagine, uh, there's absolutely no rational explanation for this. It was quite disturbing. Uh, especially considering the fact that, as you may know, if you've been listening to this podcast, I have had the sneaking uh, suspicion slash uh, disbelief that my hair was not my hair anymore and it was turning into uh, some sort of uh, other organism. And... um, So I have a general mistrust of the hair on my head. And so seeing this large, tangled puffball of it with a center that's got a gray, uh, circular, spherical, uh, some other sort of fuzzball inside of it with long strands hanging from it, uh, well, it was disturbing to me, to say the least. And, um, nevertheless, I poured hydrogen peroxide on it, covered it with about mm, half a roll of paper towels, and just left it there for a while for me to kind of regain my composure. As I began to, once again, get out my scraper, go through the house, which I soon discovered was, once again, covered with these, this, this detritus and litter of morgulons. I don't know how else to describe it. And the sticky glued on white, uh, and multicolored paint chips, which I also found in the soles of my shoes. Uh, so this goes on for hours and hours and I'm making progress by now. It's about 4 PM I go into the living room and what do I see? There's another one of the hairball monsters. And let me note here that I am wearing my hair in the tightest uh, ponytail bun that I can possibly uh, uh, manage because uh, as I clean and really get aggressive with my cleaning, my hair seems to come loose and go up my nose and into my mouth and in my eyes, uh, which is in and of itself disturbing since it never does that when I'm not cleaning. And I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it sounds crazy, but... Let me just put something in your head to consider. Recently, there was a parasite discovered that uh, infects a fish, and it infects this fish's mouth. And what it does is that it eats the fish's tongue, and then somehow it becomes its new tongue. Does that make any sense? Of course it doesn't. The world of parasitology never makes sense. There's another parasite who infects crabs. And when it infects these crabs, it can turn a male crab into a female crab. It causes the crab to secrete hormones that essentially turn it into a female. So now this parasite has both the male and the female crabs of this species that it uh, that are its host. Uh, basically... Uh, giving birth to the parasite's eggs and nurturing and taking care of the parasite's eggs, turning them all into the, its 
surrogate mothers. So let's just say that parasites in the animal kingdom are known to do very, very odd things to their host. So as I was saying, I have been cleaning all day and I come into the living room this day that began with me seeing, well, I'm just going to call it the furball monster because that's what it was. Um, And I go into the living room and I see what do I see? Well, I see a second furball monster. This one even larger than the one in the hallway. It's got a darker furball in the center, a black fuzzball in the center. The other one was gray. This one is larger and darker. And the hairball that surrounds it is larger. And the tentacles of long hair that come out of the uh, hairball are even longer and more plentiful. And I think to myself, my God, what kind of a horror movie is this? I pick up my phone and I Google uh, exterminator and I call Orkin and I say, I need someone over here. Can you get someone over here tomorrow? And they say, yes, what's going on? And I say, well, um, I don't know. Maybe I have termites. Well, what makes you think that? I've seen some holes in the baseboards and um, in my back door. There are also some pinpoint holes. And recently, uh, the paint uh, in my living room uh, at the ceiling where the paint, where the wall and the ceiling meet, the paint just melted, sort of. It began drooping and uh, it seemed like water damage, but I can't honestly be sure. And I know that's a sign of termite infestation. Blah, blah, blah. She says, well, ma'am, I think that it's either carpenter ants or termites, and we'll have someone come out tomorrow between 12 and 2. And I said, that's wonderful. I hung up the phone, and I went back into the living room, and I said, could this be the one from the hallway? Did it actually crawl into another room out from under the paper towel that I squished, the many paper towels that I squished it with and left there to deal with when I was feeling more brave? Well, I had to get more brave, and I went into the hallway, and I picked up the paper towel, and there it was. It was still there, so I went back into the living room, and I said, oh, so now there's two. This one I also picked up with paper towels, and then I put both of these in a Ziploc bag. For what purpose I put these in a Ziploc bag, God only knows, just because I didn't trust them to just lay in the trash can behaving themselves. So, um, granted, I don't believe these are alive. I don't believe that these are dead. I don't believe these came from me. I don't believe these came from thin air. I don't know what to believe and I don't know what to think. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I don't know what to think. I just know what I'm seeing and what I'm experiencing. And I know it is bizarre. So anyway, I put these two fur monsters into a paper or a plastic Ziploc bag. And I continue cleaning. And I'm wearing latex uh, clear, you know, gloves. 
And um, as I finish cleaning and I'm about to take off my gloves, I notice that there's a pink jelly-looking substance uh, that in within the jelly substance. This is on my index finger. Um, it contains little tiny white mm, crystal-looking eggs, like the ones I've been seeing on the floor. And I think that's odd. God, that's odd. And I am too tired to even give any attention or uh, concern to it. It just so happens that it appears that pink jelly full of white crystals has come out of my finger and stuck to this glove. I suppose it's possible something could have somehow gotten into the glove. Uh, I don't know what substance that would be, uh, but it is there nonetheless, so perhaps there is a rational explanation for this. And right now, I am too tired and too frazzled to come up with that explanation. I will just wait for the exterminator to get here tomorrow, and hopefully he might be able to provide some answers. Let's fast forward. Tuesday afternoon, I meet the uh, Orkin man, very friendly, very nice uh, gentleman, arrives uh, within the allotted time frame. And uh, I said, here, look at this hole in the baseboard. What do you think? Look at these holes in the door. Do you think it's termites? And he said, no, I don't think it's termites. And I said, well, I'd like someone to come and that specializes in inspect. And he said, okay, they'll call you and we'll set up something for this week. And I said, that's wonderful. And while you're here, do you mind... uh, looking at these two pictures I have. And I showed him a picture of a worm that I saw on August 17th. And I know that this was alive. This is one of the few Morgulons that I've seen move. It clearly was a worm, a gray, sort of a disgusting, tubular worm that I saw sliding across my you know, moving like a worm moves uh, across the <clears throat> uh, a counter, a surface, a surface. And um, when I poured hydrogen peroxide on it, the gray worm turned clear. It sort of uh, twitched and it appeared to die. Well, uh, I took a picture of this before I killed it. And I also had a picture of uh, uh, what appeared to be a larva of some sort that I found that same day on the bathroom counter, in which I later found uh, floating in my parents' uh, uh, guest room bathroom toilet uh, that I had not used and had not been in that room. Um, So this is two different locations, uh, but I I have two pictures of things that I know are alive that have been confirmed in more places than my home, and I think these are the most credibly alive organisms, uh, termites, pests, that an exterminator might encounter. And as I've said before, there was another exterminator at my mother's house when we found this larva, because she saw it too, and she said, hmm, that's very odd, I've never seen one of these before. My mother is a master gardener, um, and she is familiar with garden variety pests. But she had never seen this larva before, and so we showed it to her exterminator, and he said, I've never seen anything like that. Maybe it's a fly larva. Of course, you know, it doesn't match any of the pictures on Google for fly larva, but that was his best guess because, of course, he hadn't seen it before. So I asked my guy, the orchid man, and I show him the, the gray worm, and I show him the larva, and I said, have you ever seen these before in your work? And he said, no, I've never seen anything like that. And I say, good, good, that's what I thought. 
uh, thank you for looking. And he said, all right, well, I'll just finish up around uh, the outside perimeter and these baseboards, and that should take care of anything you've got bothering you, and then we'll have the termite guy come out and look later this week. And I said, that's wonderful. Thank you. <sighs> um, yesterday, Wednesday, it appeared that maybe, maybe it worked. Maybe these are things that can be destroyed by the, uh, the, the orchid man, a regular exterminator, and that's wonderful. The floors were clean and haven't seen any more fur balls. <sighs> um, but then, last night, uh, after I got home from the gym, I said, well, I wonder what's happening with that Ziploc bag that I put the fur monsters in. Well, they look about the same, except on the inside of the Ziploc bag. Guess what I see? Oh, nothing except for that pink jelly that was inside of my glove. What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? I just don't know, and I cannot explain it. And this week has been difficult for me, guys. This week has been difficult. I have struggled to maintain my, uh, my calm, my composure, and my um, hope that this is not going to characterize the rest of my days here on Earth, this uh, continual haunting by these mysterious uh, organisms. And I think probably my lowest point this week was on Tuesday night. Uh, it was in the midst of my cleaning, and I had uh, seen yet um, another long one of what appears to be my hair draped conspicuously uh, across um, uh, my slide guitar, which I haven't played or been near in probably two weeks. And I say, you know, it's time to do a little experiment. So I gingerly pluck this long, uh, kinky hair off of the slide guitar, and I walk to the kitchen and I lay it on the clean, freshly cleaned granite countertop and I just stand still and I watch it and I'm watching this hair and I'm thinking to myself, Crystal, you have lost your goddamn mind. What are you expecting for it to start hissing at you to rear up and say, get away, get away. I mean, I've, I've literally lost my mind. I've spent hours and hours, days upon days, trying to clean a house that can't be cleaned, and I'm afraid of my own hair. What, have I, what has this come to? I'm really, really losing my grip on reality. Get it together. And I thought, okay, I'm going to throw this away. But then a little voice in my head, it could have been the artist formerly known as God, it could have been just my good sense, said to myself, I heard it say, first, before you throw it away, Pour some hydrogen peroxide on it, just, just to see what happens. So I grabbed one of the many nearby bottles of hydrogen peroxide that I now keep in my house, and I doused one uh, half of the hair in hydrogen peroxide. And uh, I know you won't believe me, 
unless this has happened to you, and because it sounds crazy, but when I doused it in hydrogen peroxide, the, quote, hair, it twitched three times. It was submerged in hydrogen peroxide liquid. It was not bubbling like hydrogen peroxide is prone to do when it comes into contact with certain bacteria or other uh, cells. No, no, it wasn't bubbling at all. But the hair that was submerged, not the dry part of the hair that was not submerged, but the part of the hair that was submerged in hydrogen peroxide three times, it twitched. I don't know if there is a natural law that could explain that. I don't think there is. I've never seen that happen before. But what can I say? I have to tell the truth. And the truth, as I know it, was that this random long hair that was in in a conspicuous area that I have not been personally around with hair shedding off of me because as I mentioned earlier I have my hair in a tight bun um it moved it fucking moved it moved so I don't know what's going on I really don't I have no explanation for it if I honestly could believe that I was going crazy and hallucinating and, and, and all this was all part of a extravagant uh, and elaborate uh, acute onset uh, delusion, singular delusion, I would be relieved. I would honestly be relieved. But there's too many empirically observable objective events that cannot be explained by mental illness. And I know I am not mentally ill. I do not hallucinate, nor am I deluded. So what in God's name could possibly explain what I have been experiencing this week? Possibly agrobacterium. If an agrobacterium plasmid can insert, transfer its DNA into its host DNA and alter it, then it is possible that perhaps me, 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 me becoming Medusa could be an actually plausible uh, reality. I'm telling you guys, this has an answer. It has a rational explanation. And I'm going to keep digging for the clues that will solve this mystery. Because I know I'm not going crazy. I know what I'm seeing. And I know that there is a there is an explanation. There is an etiology. This is a pathogen, uh, and the pathogen is uh, not a derangement of my mind through some mysterious process uh, uh, spread by the internet. No, no, it is not. It is a real pathogen, and it is uh, really infecting and infesting my body and my home and everywhere I go. I'm not going to stop until I find the answers. 
and the cure. All right, stay tuned. <laughs>